I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. What's up, Cougar Nation? This is Tyler Batty. Tyler Batty again. Tyler Batty comes in the game and right off the edge, just a three-man rush. Viva Las Vegas, Cougar Nation. This is Mitch Harper, Cougar Tracks Podcast. You know, a fun fact uh, about me, even though this isn't my show this on this episode, you're listening to the Tyler Batty edition of Cougar Tracks. There's Tyler Mitch's Batty. confessions. <laughs> BYU defense alignment. Uh, I will say, and I was telling Tyler this before the show, because uh, sometimes I feel like, you know, uh, these football players, these guys, they, they are men all away from the field. And sometimes I just feel like we, we focus way too much as, as media types on just like football this, football that. It's like, you know what? I was like, you know, I told Tyler before the show, I said, hey, you, you know, Tyler, Vegas, I'm excited to go down to this game. One, because, you know, this is going to be a great game, BYU, Notre Dame. But uh, I love Las Vegas. So I told Tyler, hey, my favorite vacation spot in, on the, in the world or on the planet, if that's correct. Uh, is Las Vegas. So there you go, Tyler. My uh, my favorite Vegas uh, va- favorite vacation spot is Las Vegas, and uh, I think you were stunned. Vegas, it is absolutely <laughs> no no. Vegas is a good time. I spent a little time in Vegas, uh, a couple trips down there, of course, playing football. But uh, yeah, Vegas is a good spot, and it's it's always a good time. <laughs> it is a good time. And Kalani said that you guys are going to have be staying in Lake Las Vegas or near Lake Las Vegas, away from the Strip. Uh, is it to avoid any sort of distractions? Cause I got, I got to imagine Vegas is a place that you get a bunch of, you know, 75, 80, you know, college age guys, you know, a lot of them, maybe not married. I don't know, but it could be distraction if you're close to the strip. Yeah, absolutely. You have a bunch of, I mean, especially, especially now more than ever, I think our, uh, our, our team dynamics, demographics shifting. Um, I think just less older guys, less, yeah. I mean, we still have a bunch of married older guys, but. We also have, I think, a ton, a ton of 18, 19, 20-year-olds. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's a good call by the coaches. I think that's a great call by the coaches. You know, I'm glad you bring up the age. I wasn't expecting uh, this, but, you know, BYU, the average age on this year's team, I believe, is 21.7, I believe, was the average age of the team. That's that's courtesy of uh, Kenny Cox, the BYU <laughs> media relations guy who hooked up that stat before the season. And, and I bring that up because every single week, these opposing teams, they it's the same lines about BYU. Uh, you know, they're they're mature, not just not just you know their age, but uh, the way that they play on the field. They've played a lot of snaps together, but this this is a mature BYU team. It's like <laughs> you're right though. There's there is a lot it's of guys young. though that still have. Yeah. A lot of young in terms of 
life experience, but also football. It's there, there's I think there is a nice blend on this year's roster. Yeah, I would agree 150. percent This year, this year we have a lot of veterans, right? We have a lot of guys sure. that have, that have returned. Um, I think next year's team is going to be really young, like not just not just uh, age wise, you know what I mean? Sure. But just like overall, this game's played. We have we have dudes, you know, playing on the team right now that have played for four years straight. You know what I mean? Clark Barrington, offensively, you know, Earl Mariner. Like, these guys have – it's not like they've – you know, it's not like they're new. They've been around. <laughs> they've been around. And so uh, next year I think that's going to be a big a big change. You can follow Tyler on social media, Tyler underscore Batty on uh, Instagram, and then Tyler underscore Batty too on Twitter. Don't expect any crazy stuff from the strip from Tyler this weekend. It's all business as BYU <laughs> gets ready for the Irish. What's your uh, favorite vacation spot? Like – uh, or places you like to visit, or places that you would, uh, you know, I know you're in football mode right now, but uh, when you do get some downtime, maybe you and the wife after the season, where would you want to go? Um, so my wife is a big, big beach person. Cool. Uh, she loves the beach. She loves the coast. I'm honestly, I'm more of a mountains guy. I like the beach. I do. I do really enjoy the beach. Um, wherever, right? Like we've we've been California, Mexico, Florida, whatever. Um, but. I'm I'm more of a mountains guy cool. for sure, so I, I'll stick to the Rockies. You know, go camping or you know whatever. But uh, no, I do love California. I had a brother that lived in Monterey for a couple of years. We spent time there. I had a sister in San Diego, so spent a little a bit of time in California as well. But uh, ultimate vacation spot, um, that's that's a tough one. I, I couldn't say. <laughs> have you ever gone back to your mission? I have not. I'm actually me me and the wife we're planning on uh, trying to get back there next. Um, well, this I guess this coming summer, right? So, summer of 2023, we're gonna try to get back and, and spend a little time in Spain. So, yeah, Spain's Spain's also. It, I was gonna say, is Spain pretty cool? Yeah, Spain's Spain's killer. I mean, even even just being there as a missionary, um, it was awesome. But going as as a tourist and being able to actually vacation and hang out, uh, I'm really excited for that. Uh, get kind of see the other side, the other side of it. I've never left the. Uh the the theme of this week uh, you're learning things about me uh i never never <laughs> left the country i don't know if i'd ever ever would or, or will uh you know i don't know i just always thought uh, uh i i'm just going to stay in the us and i'm not too worried about it i enjoy my football saturdays my football sundays and they don't i don't need the football uh but maybe i'd have an appreciation for it over there the beautiful game most in definitely Spain. as 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 a sports guy you most definitely would um most definitely would i think any sports fanatic in the us yeah it's a little different cuz like our our professional soccer here just isn't i mean it's getting a lot better right men's sure. and women's has, has gotten a ton better um but uh but overall the, yeah international especially in europe that's you know cream of the crop stuff so getting a lot better that kind of feels like uh maybe a theme for this week too i'm sure i'm sure that uh the defense and the team as a whole wants to get a lot better uh, as the page has been turned from utah state shifting over to notre dame Uh, real quick before we we focus on the irish uh that utah state game you know, what's your maybe takeaways from that game? Because from from my perspective, Tyler, and I brought this up to Ed Lamb on Tuesday at at the post practice media availability. I just you know I asked Coach Lamb about the, the slow starts and uh, is that fair? And maybe what's being kind of or what's maybe causing some of the slow starts on defense from your perspective as a guy in the trenches. What are maybe areas that you feel that are causing the slow starts, and what could be done to 
make sure that doesn't happen going forward. Yeah, honestly, uh, as it's been something that's plagued us now for for a few weeks in a row. Um, again, again, it's hard to pin it on just one thing. Sure. Uh, I think it just comes back to the basics. I mean, I mean, when we went out and in game one, right, we went out and played Florida, and even you know in Baylor a little bit, it was just we were just loose. We were ready to go, excited to play. We were just playing our our game of football, um, and and I think that's really just what we have to get back to is just playing the game that we know and we love and, and doing it in our way that, right. I think we play in a very unique style and a very unique way. I think we just need to play like BYU and we're going to be fine. And, and that BYU comes out, out the gate fast for fourth quarters, no stopping. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see that team take the field this week. How much maybe of the of the last two weeks. And I, and I say that because I felt like from just from my perspective here, following the team and, and covering you guys, it just felt like you know Wyoming and Utah State. At the end of the day, BYU has better talent than those teams. Like even if you guys aren't playing at your best, I don't think anyone would say you guys were. Um, you guys more, more times than not are gonna are gonna get the job done and be able to take care of those teams. Do you feel like it's been a, a different dynamic being a team that's being hunted? Uh, uh, you know where you know it's kind of like the circled game for some of these teams that you have faced in previous weeks. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's uh, I think BYU. I mean, I think we always have a target on our back, sure. no matter what. Uh, especially when we're when we're winning games, right? Uh, that just increases the size of the target. So, um, I think I think the biggest thing is just to uh, keep our get our minds right, keep our minds right, thinking you know that we're not instead of playing not to lose we got we still have to play to win right so each week it's it's we're not worried about okay who's who's trying to beat us it's okay we're worrying about taking care of business we're worrying about beating these guys we're we're the hunters here and we're going to show people that so i think i think as long as we keep that um i yeah i think i think it's going to be uh, uh you know tough to you know tough to lose honestly like i shouldn't say that i shouldn't say that Lo- win- losing is easy losing is easy yeah. <laughs> losing can be really easy but I think as long with the, with the talent that we have, with the talent that we have, I think as long as we are diligent, right, and we keep that mindset of hunting, I think we're going to find a lot of success. College football is a weird game because, gosh, it feels like in this sport, <laughs> there's times where, I mean, we, we sometimes forget that, or not, not maybe you guys don't forget, but it's like you guys are four and one, you're number sixteen team <laughs> in the country, but. It felt like the last two weeks coming out of these games, it's like I don't think anyone's feeling great per se. Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, that it just about maybe the, the 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 I guess the best product hasn't been put on the field at all times. I, I would say, uh, and it feels like at times there's been a lot of more critiques rather than celebrating the successes. And maybe that's just the nature of college football with only 12 guaranteed opportunities every chance gets magnified and everyone's evaluating it at, at such a detailed level, but maybe just speak to um, just the unique nature of that, where it's like you did get two wins the last couple of weeks, but yet right. a lot of people are focusing sometimes on the negatives. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think that's a big, um, a big piece of, of, of what's going on. Right. I think uh, again, like you said, we're, we're four and one We're four and one. That's, that's not, there's a lot of teams that are not four and one. Yeah. Um, I think we really need to be grateful for that um, and and not take those wins for granted. I think the biggest thing though is everyone, coaches, players, everyone 
understands how good we can be, right? And and really the level that we can be playing at. And so it's it's really tough to and 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 honestly, Coach Satake does a, um, an amazing job of this. Um, of just always bringing that back into perspective of, hey, okay, yeah, maybe we didn't play our best football, but at the end of the day, like, that just goes to show, you know, we, we can, we can do a lot better, but at the end of the day, we won, right? So don't, don't blow that off. Like, take, be grateful for those wins. But I think the biggest thing is everyone knows, honestly, how good we can be and how good those games could have gone. Um, and I think that's that's the tricky part is, well, we, we should have done this. We could have done this. It should have been like this. You know, those expectations of, of how we're going to play and how those wins were going to to go. Um, at the end of the day, I think we just have to take it for what it is and, and move on, right? So we're 4-1. We're happy. We're ready to go play Notre Dame. Um, I, think, I think that's where everyone's heads have to be. Uh, it's just been tricky getting there because it's – it's just been tough. It's just been tough. I think the the positive potentially could be, you know, you guys are four and one, but yet you haven't come anywhere close to peaking, and, and maybe that's a good thing because there has been BYU teams, maybe even last year, where you guys start out five and zero, oh, and then you had that mid season lull a little bit. Maybe this there's an opportunity here where uh, you guys are peaking at the right time, and maybe that peak uh, begins to be seen here as BYU gets ready to take Notre Dame, take on Notre Dame in Las Vegas, five thirty kickoff at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, pre-game will get started at Allegiant at high noon. I'll I'll be on the mic uh, for that one, so I'll be uh, getting you ready for a long day on KSL uh, Allegiant Stadium. Do you feel like there's any edge or maybe memories of that you have from playing in an NFL stadium, that stadium, last year against Arizona? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we're definitely more familiar with that location than Notre Dame is. Um, just like last year was supposed to be a home game for Arizona, uh, I think it was about 50-50. Um, oh, it was like 70-30 BYU. <laughs> so, that was pro BYU all the way. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I think we're going to have a great, you know, I think I really think it's going to be as much as Notre Dame's going to try to control that. I again, I think our fans, I know our fans are going to show up. They're going to show out. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think the team's excited to go back to Vegas. It's just a, yeah, it's just fun. It's fun being in Vegas. That stadium's awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah. Love Vegas. It's a Miss great place. Miss Vegas. So, so we'll, 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 we'll give him a few bones here for <laughs> Vegas. Um, but no, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. It will be. And you guys will be staying at, uh, Lake Las Vegas, uh, Kalani keeping you guys away, like I said, with the the, the distance there. Uh, you know, let me ask you this: with uh, on the theme of Vegas, if you were to do a little card game or play, I don't know if we can say this if this is honor code violation, honor code office. This is entertainment purposes only. Um, if you were to play a little bit of gambling down there, what, what would you play? Like, if you had some time to go on the strip and and hang out with your wife, what what would you play? Um. Blackjack, of course, yeah. and roulette. Roulette, roulette's cool. my game. I, I love some There's roulette one. too. Yeah. yeah, so always a good time. <laughs> always a good time. I, I always enjoy some roulette as well. Uh, ever uh, been to? You know, the thing is, like, I, I like about Vegas too is it's all the the just crazy different foods you can have. Like, name anything, and it's all there uh, in in Vegas. Have you ever had any? Um, well, you know, we actually. I know there is one meal that you guys always have, Ruby River, right? Yeah, home games. Yeah, <laughs> home games. What's home on the road? What's the meal look like on on the road on like a Friday night? Honestly, it, it depends. It depends where we're staying at. Okay. Um, 
really uh it, it a lot of it yeah it just depends on where we're at so if, okay. if we're back east honestly it's a lot of more you know southern food if we're in the south it's a lot of southern food um you know if we're out west it's more just kind of your typical yeah hodgepodge you know everything whatever um but yeah just kind of your your basics you know maybe some pasta <laughs> maybe some Maybe steak, chicken, you know. Uh, Ruby River, though they, I mean, they they got it down. They we we have our we have our salmon, we have our we have our shrimp uh, pasta. We've got, I mean, it's 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 quite the spread. We'll have to get into the Ruby River thing next week when you guys get back home because <laughs> that that's like a a BYU staple that's been going on yes, for at least yes. two decades, I think. Now, oh yeah, uh, but yeah, the the road games. I think last year at the Independence Bowl, didn't you guys have? some alligator they served up some of that on the opening night at the they tuesday did. yep 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 so we had a lot of a lot of cajun stuff while we were down there yeah um but yeah they had alligator um they had a roast pig as well they had roasted entire pig did you try the gator yeah yeah it was good was it good yeah All honestly right. it was just tastes like white meat honestly so you would not expect this as you continue to learn more things about me on this episode you would not think this based on my physique but i am very picky sometimes <laughs> so i see like a gator i'd be like oh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna risk that but uh you know other things i'll uh, devour with ease but uh <laughs> but yeah kind of pick your right, so you seem like a guy that you'll try anything like you'll give it a, like a, a, a crack for at least once honestly i will yeah <laughs> yeah even if it's just like the experience to to say i tried it right <laughs> yeah. you've got a you've got a you've got to try <laughs> and this opportunity to play Notre Dame is going to probably be a, a maybe a once in a lifetime experience because you never know when BYU is going to play Notre Dame again. What do you think of this Notre Dame team? They come in two and two. They're on a two game winning streak, but I don't think anyone feels like they're anywhere close to all the preseason accolades that they received coming in. They were a top five team at the beginning of the season. Uh, what's maybe your your perspective of of this Notre Dame team? Yeah, I think uh honestly they had a rough spell right beginning of the season. Um Ohio State and then Marshall had taken two back to back. But you know, between Cal, UNC, they've bounced back. They're still a really good team. Yeah. I mean, we're still talking about Notre Dame. Um and I, I don't think it's not definitely not a team you can go to sleep on, right? Um they're they're a good team. They have talented guys. Um I think, you know, they're very traditional but good scheme right i mean i uh yeah they're not they're not a team you're gonna you're you're gonna kind of brush off it's you got to take them serious or, or they can they can do some damage what comes to mind when when you for the or what first comes to mind for you when you think of notre dame um just maybe their brand the, the, what what's because i remember when I, I asked this to cody epps last week after the utah state game uh, he said the Manti Teo series, and, and then so that got him even <laughs> so, more excited, which I thought was 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 fun to hear. Yeah, honestly, that was the first thing that yep. came to mind. But uh, touchdown, Jesus! You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Um, I there, I think just South Bend and and just kind of the the legacy that Notre Dame has, just their identity, right? Yeah. As a football program, like no, that's Notre Dame. Like everyone, it doesn't even, it doesn't matter if you're from from the U.S., if you're from somewhere else, like, if you know anything about American football, especially, like, college football in America, like, Notre Dame's going to be the, one of the first teams yeah. that comes to mind. So, yeah, there, it's, yeah, definitely a, a very, very rich history there, and so I think that, for me, that's, that's kind of the thing that comes to mind. Is that fun for you as a, uh, as an athlete to just, you know, I mean, not to 
worship the ground of, of Notre Dame because you guys are going to go in, I'm sure, believe that you can win this game. And, and if you do what you're, you guys are supposed to do, you can win uh, in a, make a statement. But uh, just does that add to the, the excitement factor for you uh, going into a matchup where you know a lot of people are going to watch, a lot of people are going to care, and it's against a team that has so much history? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, think, I think playing for a team – that has a ton of history as well, yeah. being BYU and just being who we are. Again, another unique program. Yeah. Um, BYU is definitely, a very, we have a very unique history, very unique program. Um, I just think the combination of those two is 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 really fun. It brings a lot of excitement um, into it. And so, yeah, definitely definitely not afraid of Notre Dame. Um, respect them. Definitely not afraid. Um, and, and, yeah, totally believe that, that we can take it to them and, and win this game. Absolutely 100%. Um, but just exciting, yeah, to to be able to go out and compete against um, such a storied program. My first thought of of Notre Dame is always the Rudy, the the movie uh-huh. Rudy. Did you, yep. ever, you ever watch Rudy? I have seen Rudy. Yep. Do you like it? Are you a fan? Yeah. Uh huh. I, I I love the scene where I think it where he just simply goes, "I just want to be a part of this university." And I was like, "That is just awesome!" Like I I love the Rudy passion, and if I'm not mistaken. I bring up Rudy because I love that movie. I love the music. I find myself listening to the instrumentals. Like the, and then I love the walk-on tryout, too. Uh-huh. You're five foot nothing, a hundred nothing. Or that, that's in the tunnel. But he's like, you ready to run home to mama? This is your time to leave or something like the walk-on tryout. I mean, I'm just envisioning whoever runs the walk-on tryout at uh-huh. BYU telling like Jacob Boren, you ready to <laughs> oh, run home Jay- to mama? But he, he made it. He ran through that wall. He to, was Rudy for BYU. You had to pick BYU. on Jacob Boren there, huh? You I, had no, to pick on Jacob Boren. I shouldn't have picked on it. It was too easy. <laughs> the walk-on target, I know. But, uh, you know, it's no. just it's, it, I love those stories of that but absolutely um, rudy though was uh if i'm not mistaken he ran out the flag last year for you guys and uh-huh. uh, he ran out the flag i want to say i have to double check on this but i think he's now a member of the church and i think he's kind of like a byu fan now oh i did not know that yeah he, i did not know that so i remember reading i'll have to double check and and uh someone if if you're listening to this fact check me please by all means and i'll i, I don't want to be labeled <laughs> fake news and things like that but uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure that he converted the church or at least had conversations because back in 2013 when BYU went out there to South Bend, uh, it was when Bronco Mendenhall was a coach, he spoke at a fireside, uh, one of those like Friday night firesides. Uh-huh. Uh, so while you guys get to enjoy like, these these just robust meals uh, catered by a local <laughs> local eatery, back then they were going to firesides to go to church. Uh, Rudy was a, was a speaker at that. I, I think he like – was for a little bit like part of the church, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I I had not heard anything about that. So that's news to me. Yeah, well, that's I want to say that was his connection to BYU, too, is that he converted, and I think that's why he ran out the flag. And I I wouldn't be surprised. I'd have to double-check. I've been wanting to try to find out who Rudy's pulling for because of that angle. Like, (laughs) you know, Notre Dame's the team you played for, but... Same time, like if you really are a member of the church, like this is your team yeah, now, BYU. Honestly, conflicting there. <laughs> um, big games. I'm curious too. It feels like you guys, uh, you know, you, you never shy away from these big games. You guys t- tend to play pretty well uh, in the big settings. Kalani teams have always showed well. Is there just an, maybe an extra level of uh, of detail and just that naturally when it, you know, it's a big game, you're just going to be more dialed in and focused throughout the week. Yeah, I think I think naturally, um, yeah, it is. It is. You know, it's again. It's one, I think one of the one of the games that everyone circled, right? Um, 
since you know before before the season, uh, fans and players alike. So yeah, it's it brings an added measure of just like excitement and energy and um, yeah, and I think that definitely does um, affect preparation right throughout the sure. week. I, I don't I don't know how it couldn't um, just because you do know it's it's a big game, uh, and I think that's the. That's the challenge um, every week, right, is consistency and not having ups and downs in your preparation, right? Preparing every week like you're going to play a big game. Um, this week it just happens to be one. Last year when you guys were at Allegiant Stadium, did uh, were you guys in the Raiders locker room or were you guys in like one of their many locker rooms? We, so we're, we're, in the, we're in the away locker room. I believe it was uh, – trying to remember. I don't think it was – I think it was the use uh, – or excuse me um, – UNLV away okay. locker room because there are there's a bunch of different yeah. locker rooms in there. There's a bunch of different locker. I think we, we we walked through the NFL locker room in there though. Um when we went down on Friday last year, we toured the whole stadium, walked out on the field, all that. That was really cool, but we went through all locker rooms, but we were in the we were in UNLV's away locker room. Cool. And uh, I would imagine I'm sure there'll probably be a similar setup this time around. Uh what do you think it's going to take uh you know not diving into the game plan, of course, but just what do you feel like it's going to take for you guys to uh, pull off this win? Because what's crazy is despite you guys being having a 4-1 and record and being nationally ranked, you're the underdogs. What do you think of it's going to take to, to get this job done? Uh, physicality, right? Uh, that's, I think that's the biggest one, especially defensively, defensive line-wise. Um, they've got a big offensive line, big, athletic, tough. Um, I think uh, up front to stop the run, we, we just have to, yeah, play – Tough, tough, hard-nosed, physical football. I, I think that's. I really think that's what it comes down to. You guys have faced some really good old lines this year. Oregon, I don't think has even given up, given up an, a sack yet, uh, and this is through five weeks. Uh, Baylor was really good. How does I, I know you weren't in that Oregon game, but how do you think Notre Dame's old line compares to you know those ones in particular? Yeah, again, very similar. A lot of big, again, athletic, very talented dudes, four-star, five-star athletes, yep. right, that that have been recruited. Um, so, yeah, I, I I think it's going to be a good challenge for us. I think it's also an opportunity to make a statement um, and, uh, and you know, just go out there and, and compete and, and show people, you know, what we what we can do. For When you mentioned statement, uh, it got me thinking, too. You know, obviously, it's all about the team. Yes, you guys want to get – Get can take care of business and get the win, but uh, you know this will probably be another game too where there's a lot of NFL eyeballs. Uh, last week had a ton of NFL scouts there. Does that kind of add uh, an extra, maybe uh, you know, I don't know what what word I'm looking for, but just kind of a uh, extra, you know, excitement factor for for you personally? Because I know you have aspirations beyond BYU in the game of football. Does that add anything to you when you know a lot of eyes professionally are watching, uh, you know, a certain game? Um. It's cool, but I, I try definitely try my best to not let it affect your sure. preparation or anything. Just to, yeah, just make sure I'm I'm ready and I'm not doing. Um, you know, I think and I think this affected me a little bit last week uh, against Utah State. It's a rivalry game. Sometimes you go out of what you normally do. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, and I think that's just uh, dangerous, right? Because you go you do something different than what you do every other week. Yeah, you're not. You know, something else is going to happen, and and not all the time is it a good thing, right? Um, you mess up your routine, you, you know, you may just not be ready come game time or whatever. Uh, mentally, I think I think mental preparation is is a huge part of the game um, that people don't realize or understand. 
um, just be mentally prepared and preparing all week. And then when game time comes, being mentally ready to take that field and play, um, I think it's a big part of it. So roundabout way to answer that question, I, I, I try to I try to just yeah focus on the game at hand and, and not worry about that too much. I, I that's a great answer. I, and uh, I can't believe I haven't addressed this with you. Uh, I guess I just probably maybe put it out of sight and out of mind, maybe just because of the the nature of the game. But the jerseys. How have we not addressed this, Tyler? <laughs> yeah, honestly, how have we honestly, not addressed this? This is the this will determine the game ultimately, right? <laughs> so, so how how surprised were you? Uh, I well, I I had a had word that there was going to be black uniforms, but the helmet I thought maybe was I had heard that maybe it'll be like the Beat Digger logo. I was uh, I was surprised by the design. Yes, I, I'll admit I was I was surprised by that look. I thought it was pretty sweet, and also the uh, uh, the video too. I thought was cool as well because. Notre Dame put it out there with the whole hangover parody. Uh-huh. It's like BYU's got to come with something. Uh-huh. You can't just uh, give in to the Irish, even in the social media game. So I thought the whole thing looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No, those those uniforms we've been really excited about for for a bit. Um, so it was it was cool to finally be able to release it and show them to everyone yeah. and and show them to all the all the all the players. Um, so yeah, it was. I, I I love them. I was I was super bummed because in 2020. When we were pretty much we were retiring those jerseys, I didn't play in the game against San Diego That's State. Right. Um, I was out still, and so I was I was super bummed. I was like, I'm never going to play in our blackout unis. I never thought they would come back this quick. Um, but uh, but getting ready for the season when they when they said that they were, I was I was really excited. So we haven't worn them yet, but if you had to rank them, your personal ranking, let's go. Let's go with just the standard traditional royal blue on top, white pants. Maybe, maybe uh, whatever. I mean, because you guys got so many different looks now, and it's awesome. I, I think that's what's cool about the uniforms. Like, I'll admit the the black, uh, the helmet kind of throws me off, but I think like the uh, the one off nature of it, I think is cool. I think that makes it fun. It kind of just changes up the daily monotony, a little bit of a football season, the grind. I think it's a fun thing, and I think everyone should get on board with that. How would you rank uh, your personal opinion um, of of the uniforms for for BYU that that you personally like? Um, is black number one? Because I know Gunnar no. Romney Gunner said uh, black's number one. Uh, ben Bywater said black is number one, and Ben had a great answer. He said, uh, "Gosh, what did he say?" He he said that uh, the all whites make him. He doesn't. He makes. He doesn't like how they make him look physically, uh, like his physique. But <laughs> Ben I Ben Bywater, you are such a pretty boy. <laughs> Get out of here. Ben also said, I didn't realize this, but it's a good good note. Uh, he he's big into the black cleats, the black yeah. accessories. Yeah. So he's he's all in on the black. What yeah. about you? Uh, I do love the black. I do love the black. But I am actually fan a fan of the all white look. Okay. So my my favorite my favorite uni is probably. Um, all white, white, white lid, white jersey, white pants with royal highlights. There we go. That that's yeah. my that's my number one. Um, and then honestly, it's probably a toss up between the blackout look, um, between the blackout look and a royal a royal <laughs> uni combination. So yeah, that that's cool. How surprised were you though with the the video? Did you know about that? The whole UFC no, and magician I, that bit? that I didn't know. That I didn't know about it. So that's our social media team, very sneaky. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I, I was I was expecting something. I didn't yeah. know quite what, but uh, I wasn't too surprised that they went down to Vegas and filmed that. So it was pretty sick. Pul- Puka pulling out his uh, Dana White UFC connections <laughs> from his days playing with uh, uh, Dana White's son back in youth football. I, I remember last year when Puka got his touchdown, his first one as a BYU Cougar. You see Dana White going, "Hey, congrats, Puka!" You're like what? 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 Where did that come from? Puka, Dana White, no yeah. one Puka, but. Yeah. Uh, there you go. That, that that was pretty cool stuff. Seeing that, excited to see that look. It'll be black versus white. Uh, Notre Dame's gonna have the all white look with the gold gold dome. You guys are gonna have what is it? Is, is a gradient? Is that what you call it? The the helmet? Yeah. Royal blue to black yeah. gradient. Yeah. Yeah. It honestly, I really loved. I really loved the look when we we're when we we're kind of looking at things um, preseason, kind of kind of deciding what we're doing. Um, they there were a couple. There were a couple. Uh, styles or variations, you know, up, uh, up for you know discussion and uh, and I and I really like that gradient look. Uh, it's cool. It 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 just it's it's kind of weird, you know. It's just that blue on top and then fades to black. Um, I think it just looks different, almost almost like like a pearlescent or you know a very unique type uh, paint effect. That of course we can't afford to put on all the helmets, you know, but <laughs> a cheaper version of, of something like that. When the light hits yeah, it just yeah. right, the black would turn to blue. I think it kind of gives that effect. I think it looks really cool. It is cool. It'll be fun to, to see you guys out there. And, uh, what was the beat digger an option on a helmet? Uh, no, no, no. Uh-uh. dang. I was, I was really hoping for the beat digger that, that logo you guys uh-huh. had in the preseason or summer conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. Why yep. with the cougar, yep, with I, the cougar I, on it. Yeah. I think that'd be kind exactly of a, that'd be kind about. of a cool, Helmet logo. That's, that'll that'll probably be something you know for for a future throwback, kind of like the Washington game. You know, a couple of years ago, I wouldn't be surprised if you know we see that that come back around. Uh, it's always good time chatting, Tyler. I think uh, this one we had a, a lot of good time, and uh, good luck to you on Saturday night against Notre Dame. A five thirty kick, and you can listen to the call on KSL, and also watch the game on KSL five TV. It's just like yesteryear. It's like back in the old day. BYU football on KSL, baby. It feels so good. Uh, so I'll see you then uh, in Vegas, and uh, we will chat next week to get ready for BYU against an SEC team. Sweet. Thanks, Mitch. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.